Hello and welcome back to episode 7 of the Nobody Asked for This podcast. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, Episode 7. I'll know we've really made it when we make it to an episode number that I don't know in French, which I'm going to be honest, after 10, kind of floats away. Which is kind of funny because I live in Canada and they teach you French. Like it's a mandatory class. You have to take French. Francais. I worked at French for 12 years. En de toi, 12. 12 years. I do not know a lick of French. If I went to France, I would be just as confused as someone who didn't spend 12 years learning French. So at this point, I feel like I'm going to fin, let it go, conclusion, French, but I still try from time to time. Um, so yes, thank you. Episode 7, I hope everyone's had a great week. Um, unfortunately, we have to start this episode off with uh, some sad news. Um, as you know, we started this podcast with my dear friend, Kata. Um, as she's talked about on the podcast, she's, you know, she's running a shempire. She's a, a CEO, a CEO boss. And that, you know, it, it's no easy task. It comes with a lot of responsibility. Uh, and she's very busy. So unfortunately, at least for the time being, she will not be able to continue doing the podcast. Um, it's obviously very sad, but I'm so grateful um, for all the time that she has put towards a podcast. I knew going into it um, that she was busy, so for her to even say yes to doing it at all, um, I'm, I'm just so thankful. Um, and I think, you know, what we've, what we've done together is, is so cool that we'll be able to have, you know, these six episodes, these six conversations recorded and we'll be able to look back on it and however many years and, and think how stupid we were. But um, yeah, so unfortunately, she will be um, at least not regularly on the podcast. I might be able to, to get her to come on from time to time. I know we had a, a few ideas kind of left in the can that I could really only do with her. You know, as we know, we love our gut dates. We love talking about diarrhea. So I don't know that I could, you know, call up someone else and say, hey, do you want to share uh, your gut flora history on a public platform? So, you know, hopefully we'll hear glimpses of her from time to time. Uh, but as a regular week-to-week thing, uh, she will not be on the podcast. And, and again, very sad about that, but also just so grateful um, for the time that she's, she's put. So thank you, Kata. We love you. Um, it's going to be a little bit hard for me to stop saying we about everything, so if you notice, I'm just, I'm saying we, welcome to our podcast, you know, we're just going to go with it. Basically, think of this as she is, what was that old guy's name? She is Regis. She's Regis. Regis, you know, beloved, beloved host of media who, you know, did their time and unfortunately has to move on. Is Regis dead? Can some, Siri, can you... uh See, this is going to be hard. I'm going to have to start doing my own Googling. Is, one sec, is, is Regis dead? Ah, yeah, okay, Regis died, but that's not why he left. So think of it as we're live with Regis, and what's, what's that woman's name? What is it? Kelly. We're live, so it was live with Regis and Kelly. Regis, you know, being Kata in this instance, unfortunately, you know, can't, can't continue. Beloved, beloved icon of the platform, 
So now you're just stuck with live with Kelly. So I'm Kelly in this situation, but we're not live. So welcome to Previously Recorded with Kelly. Um, I'm your host, Kelly. We'll, we'll work on the title. Um, but, but basically, given the scenario, what does this mean? I'm going to still continue with the show because this really is my last attempt at not having to get a regular job. You know, I was kind of hoping, as we talked about, I, you know, just graduated. I'm kind of in that you know, trying to figure out what to do next. And I'm just really hoping this kicks off so that I don't have to like go work at an office somewhere. No offense if that's your situation. I think that's awesome for you. Um, I don't know that that's my journey. So this is really, this is the last stop before I have to, you know, really hit Indeed hard. I keep getting texts. I should probably turn off my ringer. So I'm going to give myself a couple, I mean, I think two to three weeks, I should probably be rich. I kind of thought that in the beginning as well, um, but I'm going to, I'm going to give it some more time. So um, how will this affect the show? Will I get a new co-host? The answer is no, <laughs> because to be completely honest, I ran out of friends. Um, I don't have anyone that I think would want to come on and talk about their uh, bowel movements, their BMs, as they would call them at the hospital. I'm on a regular basis, so it's just going to be me. I think I can can sort of fill fill some time. The episodes might get a little bit shorter. I think also um, before Kata left, I, there was a, a time in the not so distant future where I knew. <laughs> this sounds like I'm describing a dystopian movie. In the not so distant future, um, there was going to be a time where she wasn't going to be able to record as frequently um, for a period of time. So I kind of was starting to think of of what a show would look like if I had to do it by myself. So I have some ideas. So we're just we're just gonna we're gonna play with that and I'm gonna keep it going for as long as I possibly can. Um, I know in the past we've threatened that at some point it could really just become us burping into a microphone. And I think the future is a lot faster, is a lot faster approaching than we had had once thought. But I, I can promise you you will get something every week. Once again I just wanna to thank Kata before we move on from from the, the topic. I wanna, you know, thank her for for everything she's done. We will still continue to see each other all the time, but I will say where I'll miss her the most, because again, I won't have to actually miss her in my real life, but I will miss having her be my future co-defendant when this podcast eventually gets sued for slander against the crown. For those of you who don't know, uh, a running theme on this podcast has been Queen Elizabeth and maybe some of the shady ongoings. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, go to episode two. I believe it was called Royally Convicted, um, as well as episode number six. The last one we did, there were some conspiracy theories. So, and I, and I just get scared because the crown is like a pretty big institution. So I'm, I'm kind of thinking like our biggest, our, I think our first or second biggest um, country where we get the most listens is the UK which I don't think is a country, but sector of the planet. So really, I mean, someone's listening to us. Like if there are uh, 200 people working for, you know, Queen Lizzie Liz, one of them's got to be a, a nobody asked for this podcast listener. So I'm sure at some point we'll get, um, we'll get served. Someone will knock on my front door and say, Francesca, and I'll be like, yeah, you've been served, love. And my whole life will go into a tizzy at that point, and I'll have to, you know, show up to royal court in the UK. It'll be the closest I'll get to a vacation. 
um, at least for the next little while. And I think it would have been fun to have just a buddy there, um, just have Kata there. So I guess as as a as a co-defendant, I'm I'm sad, but as a friend, I'm glad that she gets to you know miss out on those those legal woes. I was also thinking that like maybe when we went to our court appearances, we could get like matching costumes. And I don't mean like costumes as in outfits, like literal costumes. We could do like thing one, thing two, um, dumb and dumber. Uh, salt, pepper, something like that, just so that the, the court really knows, or the jury rather knows, not to take us seriously. So like anything we might have said on this podcast to defame the crown, like don't take it seriously because we're idiots and don't know what we're talking about. I think that could really help get that message across. Um, you know, hopefully the, the Euro-Canadian dollar ratio is in our favor because I don't know what legal fees look like in, in Britain, but I'm not looking forward to that. Uh, actually, you know what? Maybe we could do a joint case with um, Meghan Marble. No, not Meghan Marbles. Meghan Markle. Because I'm sure there's some sort of legal situation that she could sue them for. Or like they'll sue her. So it could be me and Meghan v. The Crown. We got to look into that. Actually, wasn't she on that show um, where she was a lawyer? I'm pretty sure she played a lawyer. I'll have to look into that, but I'm pretty sure she played a lawyer. So I'm sure, because I would, I've talked about it in the first episode. I I looked at the LSAT book once, so I would probably self-represent. But if she either wants to use her money from the Oprah special to buy a, a top-notch lawyer for us, love that. Or if she just wants to do it herself, I trust her because she has been around lawyers in that show. I think it was called Suits. Um which is a stupid name for a show about lawyers. Like, that sounds like a tailored business, but that's fine. Apparently, it's about lawyers. Yeah, so, I mean, she should know enough. Although, I will say, Grey's Anatomy has been on for, like, two billion seasons. I can't imagine that they haven't gone through every sort of medical narrative possible. But then I'll show someone who watches Grey's Anatomy, like, my ingrown toenail, and be like, do you think this looks infected? And they'll have nothing to tell me. They won't know. So maybe TV doesn't give you as much as a leg up in certain fields as we thought it once did. And I was also thinking, you know, I haven't, you know, luckily, I haven't made too many trips to the doctor in my time. And normally my uh, plan on how to battle any sort of medical situation, like something will, will come up and I'll be like, hmm, what is going on with me? Why do I have a huge you know, bump on my knee? Or why do I have a random rash that I don't know about? Um, I usually wait like a few weeks and see if it goes away. And like 98% of the time it does. So I'm like, oh, just, be, you know, it went away on its own. Like we're fine. Never worry about that. Because here's the thing. I am a hypochondriac, but I'm the um, ignorer type. So I just think, oh, it'll go away soon. But like a few times, you know, I'll go into the, the walk-in clinic or whatever. And then, you know, sometimes, especially with COVID, it might take a week or two to get into these appointments. So by the time the the actual day comes, you know, you've never looked better. So you have to put together like a slideshow presentation of like, this is what it turned like this day. And this is when it went green. And then this is when it looked, you know, like it was about to fall off. So it's really, it's really not great. And I'll say, you know, these are my symptoms. And sometimes they know what they're, you know, what's up. And sometimes they're like, yeah, uh, could be, could be a lot of different things. I'm not really sure. And I was just like, well, that makes two of us. Like, I, what do you want me to do? 
you don't know what's wrong with me, I don't know what's wrong with me. And I'm sure they're like a great doctor. It's nothing against their doctoring skills. Like how could you possibly, you know, expect one person to know every single medical problem under the sun? Also, you know, luckily I can say, you know, I've always turned out fine. So please no one worry about me. Don't send casseroles or anything. I'll be fine. But I was just thinking if doctors who were going through medical school years ago, like before the internet, who like, you know, for sure, like we're writing papers by hand, we're reading textbooks, not just Googling like quick answers to stuff. If they don't know what's going on, we are screwed when people that did Zoomversity are like top of the medical field. Because as I've mentioned before, as someone who went through Zoomversity, and if people don't know what that is, it's, it's when everything went online during COVID. I, had, I did a couple years of, of college online. Listen, I'm, I, I don't want to give myself away, but I'm, I'm pretty certain 83.6% of people who did online university had those textbooks open during those exams. So if someone who couldn't cheat on their finals doesn't know what's wrong with me, what are we supposed to do when someone who did cheat has to tell me what's wrong? We're going to be screwed. And no, this is not an admission of guilt. This is a comedy podcast. So if anyone at the institution I graduated from hears this, this is a joke. This is 100% a joke. I did not cheat whatsoever, never once, not me. I would never do that. How dare you accuse me of that? don't even think about taking my degree away although you probably can because I don't really use it it's more so I actually used it as a coaster the other day the table was a little wonky so I just kind of slid it under and it was perfect but if I did cheat if I if if allegedly if I did I already have to you know do my lawsuit against the crown I don't want to have to go through a defamation case but if I did cheat it was only because I knew everybody else was cheating and the way the curve works for those of you if you don't know um, a lot of university classes, they curve it. So like 100% becomes like whatever, like an A plus just becomes like the highest grade. And then a fail becomes like the lowest grade. And then everyone else is kind of average somewhere in the middle. So like, let's say I was the only one in the class who was going to take the test honorably, follow the honor code. And again, this is all alleged because I didn't do this at all. If I was the only one that took the test as it was intended without your textbook open, if everyone else is cheating, everyone else is going to get 98% and I'm going to be sitting with a 63 and get, you know, messed up by the curve and walk out of there with a D minus. So really it was, it was in an act of community building and, and bonding that I allegedly had my textbooks open. Allegedly. Allegedly. Anyway, speaking of coasters, using my degree as a coaster, um, in my general area, there is a like a fair, like an amusement park, and it's pretty popular. And I was reading about, um, we have a, a wooden roller coaster at this, and I don't know if this is something that most amusement parks have, if this was just unique to, you know, my local amusement park, but we have this wooden roller coaster. And I'll, I'll just say it, you know, I live in Vancouver, it's very rainy. And you don't, I feel like wood isn't supposed to get soggy. I'm not Bob the Builder by any means, but I feel like, hmm, soggy climate plus wooden roller coaster equals um, death, wrongful death suits. And I was reading that they were doing some renovations. And as someone who has been on that roller coaster, I'm thinking, 
thank God. Like, this, this is going to save lives, truly. This is a charitable act. But that roller coaster, and again, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say the, the, the name of the situation, but I'm sure you can figure it out. I've given you enough clues. Is the most dangerous thing I had ever been on. I haven't been on it in a few years, but last time I was on it, you literally like stand up, like you have, like you sit on the, um, you sit on the little, like it's like it's standard roller coaster. There's no seatbelt, but you do sit in a little cart and you get that bar that like folds down so deep into your crotch that it hurts so bad. But I'm thinking, okay, this is this is a positive thing. Like this is a, a it's a good hurt because it's not gonna kill me. Like it's gonna stop me from f literally flying off. But it doesn't even. There is one. Loop. No, it's not a loop, but it's like a little, like a drop that every single time I've been on this roller coaster, I stand up, like fully stand up. Like I feel like my knees like completely like buckle the other way. Like it can't be safe. And there's like, there's like little, little kids going on this, on this ride. And just for context, the last time I went to the, this amusement park, I stood up on the wooden roller coaster mid mid air, like mid mid ride, holding on for dear life. But I was also kicked off of a little kid ride because my seatbelt won't buckle in. So separate story. I'm going to do a little a little side story here. I was I was you know I think it was for a, a class field trip. So I was with some of my my friends, and we're like you know we're going to start slow. I don't want to go for the big you know, anything with a big loop or a big drop, you know, let's just ease our way into it. So we go on this, I want to say it was like a, um, not like a merry-go-round, but it was this little ride. It was probably like 12, maybe 15 feet high. And, and you would sit in a little carriage and you would go up and then you would fall down. So it was kind of like a smaller version, like a much smaller version of like one of the scarier rides. So we get on there. I try and buckle myself in. The seat feels like it's, you know, all together. I feel like the, the bar has come fully down. And the 12-year-old who's operating the uh, machine, which is another problem I have, like why are we letting people who can't drive yet operate machines that could kill us? I'm just asking the question, respect to the 12-year-olds that are working. Like, I don't know how that's even legal, but you know what I mean? The, the, the attendant working the ride is trying to get it to start. And I'm like, what is taking so long? Like, can, is, is everyone's seatbelt not on? Because I guess there's some technology in it where it won't start until everyone's seatbelt is on. And as they're like trying to click the go button, they're looking at me. And I'm like, what? Like, is there something in my teeth? Um, there was not something in my teeth. The problem was my seatbelt was not clicking because I was too big for the ride. So they come over and they're really trying to like push it in, push it in, push it in. They go again, they try and try and start the ride, it's still not starting, and they're like, I'm very sorry. I don't know that I've told this story to many people, but this did happen. So if you're related to me and you're thinking, what is this that he's making up? This did happen to me, okay? I'm sharing my truth. They, they, he goes back, or he or she goes back to the the, uh, the button, presses the green button, and he's like, I'm really sorry. Like, it's not starting, I'm gonna have to get you, I'm gonna have to ask you to, to walk off. Now, what would have been less embarrassing is if they started the ride without my seatbelt buckled in and just let me fly off and float away into the next lifetime. I probably would have preferred that, but instead I you know, walk off this ride with my tail between my legs. 
Um, no, actually, I, I thought it was kind of funny. But my point in telling you that story is I couldn't. I was too big for the for the little kid ride. Yet I was still flying off on this wooden roller coaster. So I assume I'm going to get some sort of email or phone call from the people, the project managers of the now renovation for the wooden roller coaster, because I think they need some customer feedback and customer input. Because if I was too big to go on the little kid ride and then went on the wooden roller coaster ride and still almost flew out, like flew out, then what's happening to the little kids that go on that wooden roller coaster ride? Like, you might get to the top of that drop and, you know, the unspeakable could happen. They really just gotta, I mean, the renovation should be just tear it the hell down. And also I saw, and I, I might have read this wrong, I'm pretty sure that said that they're open during renovations. Like, what? Like, not the theme park itself. The actual ride that is being renovated on is open at select hours during renovations. Um, I'm sorry. What the f***? You're fixing a ride, meaning it needed to be fixed, but it's still open? Like, excuse me? What is, like, if this is not McDonald's, this is not put up some tarp and pretend that you don't see all the construction around, get your Big Mac, and leave. How is a wooden roller, how is a, any roller coaster open during construction? That makes absolutely no sense to me. I'm calling for a full boycott, full boycott, because that's just ridiculous. I'm sorry. So getting back to, I don't know how we got here, but getting back to what this new kind of format of the show will look like. I'll still be doing, you know, the segments you know and love, Gupdate, Snack Graveyard, um, but they probably won't be as frequent because it's unfair to expect anyone's bowels to, you know, make enough noise and make enough movement um, to give content every single week for the gut, the Gupdate segment. So if, if something noteworthy happens, I promise you will all be the first to know but it probably won't be every week. I mean, in fact, I hope it's not every week or else I'm really gonna need to look into some sort of uh, bowel surgery. Um, snack graveyard, similar idea. Um, just with, with one less person, it'll be harder for me to, to kind of think of nostalgic snacks, but I'm sure when it happens, again, we'll add it. Um, I will probably be relying a bit heavier on the content recap just to give us something to talk about. Um, I personally am a huge uh, Big Brother fan, watch it every summer. So maybe we can all get into that. That'll be a fun thing for us to talk about. We can start with that next week. Um, and I will try, if I do talk about any TV shows, I will definitely try and make it something that you can enjoy if you haven't seen the show. Like I'll, I'll explain kind of what's going on. Um, but yeah, um, I'm, also, I'm also reading a couple books. That uh, I should be finishing up soon. We can talk about that. Um, and also, while we're in this rebranding phase, I had an idea, right? We are, if you if you can see on the podcast app, Spotify, you know, any wherever you get your podcasts, we are branded a comedy podcast, which is just a lot of pressure. Like, what if I'm not funny that week? Also, I'm thinking the comedy podcast, it's probably like the charts, because on the on the Apple app, they'll chart you. Um, as you know, I'm sure we were in the top 100 podcasts of the Finnish comedy podcast charts. 
But I was thinking that's probably like a, a pretty competitive genre. So I'm thinking let's find maybe like a maybe something that's not so known. Like if there's like a, a pretty not nucleus, what is that called? A niche. If there's like a niche uh, podcast chart that we can join, I'm just gonna pull it up really quickly. Like, is there like a business and lifestyle? Maybe some finance. Let's see. Okay, let's let's go through. Ready? We're gonna go through and we're gonna find our new home. And don't worry, this won't affect what we're actually talking about here. I just want it to chart higher. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> news. Um, definitely not news. Society and culture. That's possible. Sports. Unfortunately not. True crime. Uh, no. Health and fitness. Probably not. Business. I mean, anything could be business. History. I mean, I'm talking about the past. So yeah, I mean, we're not, we're not future. So we're not exactly out of that. Arts. Sure. Uh, religion and spirituality. God bless. TV and film. I think we're going to get there. We might get there. Education. Yeah. Okay. Science. Probably not. Leisure. Leisure. I found it. We're leisure. Because we're not music. We're not technology. Well, I do try and sing, but we're not technically music. We're, I mean, kids and family. That's, I mean, I bleep out the curse words. Um, we're not government, and depending on what story I'm telling this week, we may or may not be fiction. That's another category. Um, I think leisure. I think we're going to go with leisure, and we're going to get to number one on the leisure charts. We can do this together. Also, we'll probably be venturing into maybe some guests at some point. Um, I know that was kind of something we talked about uh, before, on the podcast, but I, I kind of wanted us to kind of find our footing first before we, you know, started inviting visitors to this party, party guests. Uh, but yeah, we'll probably be getting some guests. I'll be honest, most of them will be blood related to me. Um, and also, I haven't really told people that I'm doing a podcast. Like, I haven't really uh, promoted it within my own social circle. So I'll have to call a couple people up and be like, one, I have a podcast. Two, would you like to come on? Um, and to be honest, I think maybe part of the reason why I haven't told that many people is, this may sound harsh, but I don't need like fact checkers. You know, sometimes when I tell a story, if I'm like in a group of people that know me really well, they'll be like, that didn't happen. Or they'll be like, that's not what happened. And like they, they fact check. And I'll be honest, they're probably right. Like maybe I'm embellishing too much. But listen, we can't let the truth get in the way of a good story. You know what I'm saying? So this is, this is what I can promise you. I'm going to make a mission statement, a quality assurance. 93.5% of what I say will be true. The other, what's the math on that? 6.5% will leave some room for a little bit of uh, heightened uh, reality, you know, going on. Okay. Can we, can we make that deal? Me and you did this. This is just between us. Don't worry about anyone else. This is me to you. I promise I'll never make something up completely. Will I? Do I just have a dramatic memory anyway? A little bit, yeah, a little bit. I can I can plead guilty to that. So so if you're you're listening to something and going, hmm, I don't I don't know about this. If you're related to me, just just have fun. Actually, maybe I will put us in the fiction, in the fiction in the fiction chart because that way you know whatever I say will fly. Um, but hey, who hasn't lied before? I mean, speaking of family and lying, I'm sure a couple people listening to this have maybe killed off a family member or two because you wanted a day off of work, okay? It happens. Nobody's perfect. I've never done that. I actually have never done that. I, I think that like, karmically, 
you got to be careful with that stuff, but I'm sure it happens, okay? You know, maybe, you know, your friend Sally invited you to the beach that day. You had a shift at, at noon, and you're like, listen, Sally, like, I really want to go. And then Sally's on the other line being like, just call in sick. And you're like, Sally, it's COVID times. You know, you can't just call in sick anymore willy-nilly like you used to. Actually, you kind of can. Okay, forget I said that. Pretend Sally, like, you know, needs to shoplift at the mall or something, and she needs a partner. And she's like, listen, dude, you really, like, I need you. You obviously can't call in and say, hey, I need to go shoplifting. Um, sometimes people's first reaction is to say, you know, so-and-so died, which is just awful. But I guess if you're lying about someone who's already died, that might be a little bit better than just killing people off left and right. But anyway, actually, I saw this really funny thing, and it was, uh, I guess it was a meme, and it was like, if you're ever starting a new job, no matter what like reality is, no matter what the truth is, tell people you have all four grandparents alive. Because then, you know, you maybe get a day off to go to, you know, Sally's vacation home, you get a day off to go to uh, do some shoplifting, you get a day off to go, uh, you know, eat chips and watch TV, and you get a day off to go ride the wooden roller coaster and almost fall off, and then get told by the attendant that you can't ride the ride because you're too big. Four days off right there. Un, deux, trois, tat. Well, we did it. We've made it to the end of our first episode just as a one-on-one. -on -one. Again, I do really want to say um, thank you for listening. I, I know this isn't the show that you maybe thought uh, you were subscribing to at first, but I hope that I can, can make something that you're excited to listen to each week. One more time, I do just want to say thank you to Kata for for you know, starting this with me. I so appreciate it. There is such an open door for you to come back whenever you're ready. I will keep the seat warm with farts from the Gupdate. Um, apologies if this episode was a little all over the place. I didn't plan too much, but what I did plan was written on a um, paper towel with a bright orange pen. This isn't a joke. Uh, I, you know, I try and make this as, as you know, free-flowing and as natural as possible because I don't want to sound like I'm reading off a script but every once in a while I'll be at work and I have like an idea of something that I want to talk about so all I have available to me is like a paper towel and a pen and when I was kind of starting starting to think of ideas for this episode all I had was a bright orange pen being written on a beige paper towel so if I wasn't making a lot of sense it's because my notes didn't make any sense uh, I'm just gonna be honest with you on that also my eyes I think are starting to deteriorate which may or may not be the result of my manifestation to have poor eyes to the point of needing glasses that I started doing when I was about maybe six um, till the age of maybe 10. Now you may be thinking, uh, Francesco, why did you want bad eyes? It's not that I wanted bad eyes, it's that I wanted glasses. Now, I understand that sounds a bit silly. I think I just wanted to feel like I um, was special because literally every other person in my family got glasses. I remember the day my like last remaining sibling with what I thought were good eyes got glasses. I was like, you have to be freaking kidding me that I'm the only one without glasses. I also wanted braces for a similar reason. Um, and I did get them. And I actually don't think I needed them. I'm pretty sure we got bamboozled. But, you know, that's a story for a different day. Um, I was told I had an overbite. And coincidentally enough, pre and post braces, my teeth look the same. Maybe a little bit straighter. 
Um, there was also, I think they did me more harm than good because we had a, a Trader Joe's popcorn incident. Long story that I can maybe save for another episode, but to tell the short version of it, I was probably eating a white cheddar popcorn from Trader Joe's. It got stuck in the braces, and then the braces, I think, like lodged it deeper into my gums, like the metal part of the braces, kind of like was pushing it down. That tooth got infected, so I needed to get like a cow bone put in because I guess the infection was eating away at that tooth bone. I didn't really listen to the doctor explaining, but I'm pretty sure there's cow bone in my gums. That was the title of the episode, of this episode. Um, and then I also had to get all my wisdom teeth out because in order to fully clean that area, they needed to have room to kind of go in. So I got what I wanted or what I thought I wanted when I got braces and it went terrible. Uh, so yeah, um, I, I, there, I also wanted some other ailments, but I think that if I speak anymore, that'll get me canceled. So I'm sure when I have my sister on, uh, which I plan on getting her on here at some point, she'll tell you all about my attention seeking ways, um, including that. So you know, no one can say I wasn't honest about that. I told you one honest thing about me that wasn't positive. Um, but yeah, thank you so much again for listening. I'll see you next Thursday. Have a good week. Stay safe.